comes with his chest ripped open behind you. <laughs> like, what happened to me? What the f is going on down there? Hey everybody, welcome to WTF at TFW. We're recording on location at the uh, head office of uh, the chief executive officer of HardReturn.net. And I'm joined by uh, the chief executive officer of HardReturn.net, Ian Reed, also known as HardReturn of HardReturn.net. Uh, <laughs> okay, what did you do? The police are coming, and I thought you said this is a legit organization? Yeah, yeah, but you know... There's other people in this building, too. I can't be responsible for everyone. Well, tell that to everybody who complains about the police sirens in these rooms. That's, like, nobody. Yeah. But still tell them. Hey, we can't we can't be in charge of everyone here. It's a big, big building. Big yeah. building with lots of people doing their own thing. And also, often, it's ambulances. Yeah. People aren't doing illegal things. People are just getting hurt and dying. <laughs> I thought could... that was going to sound a lot nicer <laughs> that could in my be, head. That could be illegal things, though. Um... We're recording this episode because Seth is on vacation, and Seth and me were going to try to record something, didn't come together, and I didn't want to, like, make it happen, like, right before he we went on his big fancy Las Vegas trip to Las Vegas, where he's doing Las Vegas things and watching Cirque du Soleil, so, uh... <laughs> national treasure. National treasure. Uh, teamed up with Chris Angel for one of their shows, apparently. Really? Because so, uh, I, I told Seth, like, if Chris Angel's out there, you got to see him. He's not going to see him, but he told me Chris Angel's thing is, like... Chris Angel and Cirque du Soleil present something. That seems like a weird pairing. Like, who gets on the phone with each other? I, I don't know. Chris Angel probably, because he's like, no one paying attention to me. It's 2015, and my whole shtick doesn't work. I like. I don't know why I like Chris Angel, because I kind of don't, but I have this weird attachment to Chris Angel. Uh, Name-wise? Yeah, that. And uh, he, he made his own theme song because he's the mind freak. So he has a whole music video, uh, which is like an early 2000s like heavy metal style music video in a desert. That sounds appropriate. Yeah, he's the mind freak. <laughs> but uh, we're the Transformers podcast duo for this week. So we're going to talk a bit about Transformers um, and start off with, uh, we're going to talk about, in place of new pick picks, we kind of have the same pick to talk about because Masterpiece Ratchet got announced. Uh, number one. Big surprise. <laughs> it was a shock. They're doing a ratchet after announcing an Ironhide. I don't know what to believe anymore. Uh, number two, uh, he's got some of his own accessories. He's got like a little medical thing, like a little beam he's shooting out to heal Ironhide in one of those photos. <clears throat> but this is my ongoing thing here. Somebody working at eHobby must really not like whoever's working on Masterpiece right now because, there, I mean, there are some decent photos in here. There are also some terrible photos in here. Uh, my favorite one being this ongoing thing now that we're starting to see. I'll, I'll pull the photo up on my phone. Remember this one? Yeah, the good uh, one from the side. The, uh, the, the, the drunken, stumbling pea shooter. <laughs> um, I'll get you. It's, it's the pose where, where it's taken from like a hard profile shot, like directly on his side. Ratchet's got one arm raised straight up with his gun. His other arm is also raised straight up, but then the elbow's bent inward, so he's kind of grabbing his own peck. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's a bad pose, and it highlights every single weakness on the toy in a really unflattering way. I had it presented to me on Twitter. I think it was uh, it was uh, Uber D. Norman, Uber Tenor Man, who said uh, <laughs> maybe this is Takara trying to be super honest about their toy. 
which is one way to look at it. I thought about that actually for a bit, and I was like, because I want to know what's going on with these photos. And it's like, I just can't see a company saying, highlight, should make our toy look bad, so people see it at its worst. Yeah, it's and, almost always the exact opposite when yeah. you get an instruction for photo. It's like, hey, could you make this look nice? Yeah, could you could you make it look like something people will want to spend money on? Um and yeah, I don't know what's going on with this. Like Hot Rod has a like almost that same pose for the masterpiece Hot Rod, like the, the, the drunken stumble. They they I don't know why they're actually doing the photography the way they are now. It's the same background, but it does feel like maybe they hired someone else to to do them. Yeah, cuz I mean, I'm as far as I understand, that background means eHobby's doing the photo shoot. Uh, and this has got to be some new intern or something, because, like, eHobby is usually really good at making Transformers look good. And, so, uh... Like, to be fair, some of the shots look, do look really nice, but it, yeah. it's just, they really... There's a couple in there that are just like, what the hell are you doing, guys? It's like the, the normal shot, like the front shot. Like, they've got yep. a nice, nice you know, splay on the legs. I like the one where he's holding the wrenches like they're the best thing ever. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I got wrenches for Christmas! <laughs> he looks so happy. They <laughs> knew I'm a doctor. <laughs> and this is what a doctor would use on cars. Yeah, clank, clank. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the, the other argument that's been made by some people who really don't like how these toys look is like, well, maybe this is just the best they can look because they suck. And, like, I just... I, I've made worse toys look better myself with, like, pictures I've taken with my iPhone. Yeah. So, I, I, they might not be good toys. Who knows? They're not out yet. But I just can't see that being the case either. No, I mean, I'm, I, I'm sure they are good toys. There's certain things I definitely don't like about oh, the way yeah. they look. Like, that, the weird floating kind of, like, the, basically the top and the bottom look like it's two different toys almost kind of sewn together when it looks at from the side. Yeah, and uh, and there's a huge problem with the toy. I, I identified it after I messed around with that that animus stealth mode, like the Voodoo yeah. Toys Ironhide. Okay, they they did the thing that like, TFCs didn't even do this. And I looked at the show model and I was like, what is it about this chest that I'm liking more than the official one? Yeah. The official one still has the bumper. The front bumper is on the chest. Oh yeah. And when you look at classic Ironhide, classic Ratchet, the thing they do that makes that chest work is the bumper is gone. Yeah, so that it's not away. Yeah. yeah, it's not hanging huh. down. And I looked at this toy, and you know, guessing how it transforms, I'm really astonished that the front bumper is just sitting there. Like it feels, it makes it feel like a classic toy rather than, uh, you know, cartoon oriented masterpiece. Yeah, I like honestly, I love the way the legs work. Like, yeah, the, the legs look fantastic on the toy, and like from certain angles, the rest of the toy. I'm very surprised that they never show the skirts folded back because I'm. They kept pointing it out. Yeah, they said, "Hey, yeah. it, it, like you can you can swivel those on back, but like whoever is taking the photos is like choosing." I they're, refuse. <laughs> they're they're <laughs> highlighting the the tickle ray he's using on iron, Ironhide. There, they're yeah. highlighting the wrenches, <laughs> the back gun, but they will not flip those skirts around no matter what. And, and I, no prime handshake. There's no shaking of Prime's hand. That's real screwed up. <laughs> uh, they are showing him coming. I don't think it's in here, but I know I saw a photo of, of his alt mode coming out of the trailer. Yeah, it's um, uh, it's at the bottom of the one I'm looking at, and basically it looks like the light bar collapses in, so that yeah. it'll fit in there. That's cool. Oh, this thread has the uh, those toy show pictures attached to the bottom. I was going to talk yep. about those too. Because uh, they're also sitting on display at, a, not a toy show, but at a, um, whatever, Takara Museum display or something. Okay, yeah. Um, and it's it's Ironhide and Ratchet sitting there, and now people are able to take pictures from, you know, various angles. Mm -hmm. They're in one pose. And it's highlighting that, like, you know, they, they have their problems, but they aren't, they don't look like that one picture at all times. 
No, um, if I had, if I had two problems, the first problem is the bumper, right? Yeah. Second problem is the windshield on the underside of the forearm sticks out super bad. It, uh, well, especially on on Ratchet. Yeah. Like, that blue against the white really shows up. Yeah, and um, similar thing happened with with the Voodoo Toys figure, where the major problem I had with the look was the windshield on the top of the foot. Yeah. Um, where where I was looking at it, going like, is there some way maybe this could have ended up on the bottom? <laughs> um, and it's it's just little things to. When when you break the illusion of being built out of boxes, especially with these two, yeah. um, like the front bumper hanging down, making it look a whole lot more like the front of a van than the chest, or those windows on the underside of the forearms, it's like, oh man, the illusion. Yeah, they <laughs> they they would be way better served by doing like doing what you said and hiding the bumper, but also just like I don't know that if they could flip the skirts up to the side, even just, like. That's what, rather oh, than flipping around, like the, the kidney area, yeah. Like, like I will, yeah. I will say in spoilers for later, Trax does a phenomenal job of hiding some of his gaps. Not so much mm-hmm. in other places, but this one, I think, like the parts all seem to be there that they could have hidden stuff and made it look a little more blocky. Yeah, I I really want to mess with Ironhide when he comes out. He's coming out yeah. in like a month or two, right? Yeah, and I mean, I, I'll get him for sure. Yeah. Like. I, I'd rather Ratchet can first, just because I think I like Ratchet better. But yeah. I'll get, I'll definitely get Ironhide. Because like I want to, I want to mess with this design because I mean we know it's not Hasui working on them, and yes, it sucks that there is this really clear line. Like even in tracks, you can see it. There's this really hard delineation now between like the Hasui car robots and tracks and Ironhide. Mm-hmm. Um, but I. I want to mess with them because I, I I said months ago like these guys all still work in the same office. It's not like Hasui has been like locked in a room and is not allowed to talk to anybody. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, sure. I'm sure he's probably picked up one to the other cars too, just to mess with. Yeah, like like I'm sure he's <laughs> got to be there giving some input. Yeah, and, like everything I've, like I haven't messed with tracks. It's it's chilling on a desk in front of me right now because mm-hmm. uh, mine's still in a in a private warehouse. All the photo shoots I've seen of tracks make him look like he's a real strong like intermediary between the Hasui era and whatever the next era is. He has a lot of like Hasui like qualities. He, he gels in with those guys. Okay. Yes. Um, Ironhide sticks out a lot. Yeah. Uh, even even in the photos where they're showing him with like one of the Datsuns and Prime, it that it it looks different just in the way yeah. like almost even in the way they they round off the rectangles. Yeah, like yeah. if you like look at the the upper arms on, um, blue streak there, and then just I don't know, it just seems like they round the the kind of polygons off a little bit nicer on the on the cars, the well, previous it, cars. It feels like Ironhide and Ratchet are their shape is based on the realities of the toy, whereas the Hasui era made all these strides to like kind of enforce some of the animation yeah. look uh, on every part that wasn't folding. Um, there's just something like I, this isn't the word I want to use. I can't think of a better one. There's something like vaguely panicked when I look at Ironhide and Ratchet. Like it feels like it feels like like people have been working on them for a really long time, and I've been trying like mad to get them to work in a very certain way. Yeah, and like they're finished, but something just ain't quite gelling. And do the the tray like the skid? Do we know if that integrates at all or? Not? I mean the well the the thing that I think. Like, I don't want to say confirm because we don't know. Yeah. But the impression I've got from looking at you know the robot mode and the alt mode, yeah. like I don't think that thing parts forms off of a major piece of the vehicle mode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the major question is, does it act like is there room for it to chunk in underneath or something? Yeah. Um, for now, I'm just assuming it sits on the side just as a thing to hold the accessories. 
Yeah, I'm cool with that either way. I just, yeah. I'm, I keep seeing it and I'm like, all right. Like, it doesn't look like it has any, like, I don't see any joints really other than yeah. maybe on the side, but I'm not sure. The only thing that I'm bummed out about with that tray, because I like the idea of actually having a tray for accessories, mm-hmm. and it's totally topical. It's the G1 toy thing. Yeah. I wish it had little treads on the bottom, so it would be totally the G1 toy. Especially because <laughs> yeah. if it doesn't have to transform, it's like, dude, where are the treads? Like, yeah. where's the, the part that makes it a little tank? Hey, give him, give him one less wrench and yeah. toss some treads on the bottom. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm super looking forward to messing with Ironhide and just, like, solving this weird question he's raising in me. Because having looked at tracks, like, I can tell he's different, but, like, I just don't, I don't have that worry looking at him whereas with Ironhide like I have the real like just clear line in the sand of like this is no longer the last like three years of Masterpiece yeah um it's tricky and I mean, I'm saying all this you actually have messed with tracks yes and <laughs> so. I mean I'll, I'll get to that later but like even um cause we've had Star Saber which was also another kind of like that was tangent Yuki. yeah I know yeah. That, that's what I'm saying that was another tangent but because it's not meant to fit in with the rest of the cars, I don't think it... Like, people are just like, oh, it's Star yeah, Saber, yeah. I don't care. Or, hey, it's Star Saber, he's not meant to look like these and guys. And he's, like, he's like two series removed aesthetic-wise, yeah, too. Exactly. So, yeah, Even with uh, with Ultra Magnus, where it was, like, Hasui starting it and Kobayashi finishing it. Yeah. Like, by virtue of being a Season 3 piece, like, something about that... Even with, with the upcoming Hot Rod, like, for all this kind of weird jank he has... Yes. Like, he's not the 84 car lineup, so he's able to at least separate to that degree. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping there's something about Ironhide and Ratchet that like just this photographer is not getting that maybe once more of us get the toy we can figure out. Yeah, and like I said, I I want to get it. I will get it. But oh yeah, it just it's the first time I've looked at one of these uh, current masterpieces and just been like, uh, maybe it's not going to be kind of the the way I, I was hoping that would go. The silver lining for me is the way I'm feeling about these guys is how I felt about Wheeljack up until I had him in hand. So, oh, really? Yeah, something about Wheeljack, and again, in photos, something just wasn't working for me in okay. photos. And then in hand, like, you know, him and Exhaust are two of my favorites. <laughs> so I'm, I got fingers crossed that, like, like, I mean, in that case, it's the same designer. So there's kind of a security net where I'm like, well, I know the same guy is making these. So I'm sure it's going to be up to par with the last couple. Uh, this is the time where it's like, oh no, like we are actually in chapter three now of yeah. Masterpiece. Mm. But uh, yeah, also it was brought up in uh, the comments actually of the Animus review. Someone mentioned like, surely if Masterpiece Ironhide, like official Masterpiece Ironhide is a wreck of some kind, like we have this third party marketplace that loves to tweak wrecks that yeah. have a lot of pedigree to their name. Like, you know, a Combiner Wars Devastator or any Masterpiece toy. I gotta agree. Like, unless it's unfeasible due to like pinned parts, mm-hmm. I'm sure if there's something on Ironhide that just ain't working, that some guy is able to think of a solution for. If he makes like a you know five part thing, <laughs> I'm sure that's going to be a hell. Kill two birds with one stone. Make something that fills in the backpack and also turns into treads for the bottom of the car, yeah. and you're you're set. <laughs> I could totally see that happen. Yeah. Uh, but then again, I said that about like I said, oh, I totally see Combiner Wars having like 15 companies making. And foot guns for them. I think I think two new people toss their hat in that ring. Really? Maybe. Maybe I'm maybe I'm misremembering. I mean, I've seen a lot of Shapeways efforts. Yeah. But a lot of them were also people. Um, like I know uh, Wulong Toys has hands. Yeah. I can't remember if he's got feet. And this is in the Shapeways world. Fake Busker designed feet. That's what I saw. But then he said, "There's, there's no way no anyone will buy these because these cost like sixty bucks a piece to print out." Yeah. <laughs> and then um, a fellow in either Aust- I think it might be a guy from the UK, 
uh, he contacted Thu and sent him a couple of feet he printed off. Oh, really? And it was, like, ratchet ankles and everything. Hmm. But then he also said these things were, like, you know, they're hand-painted and they cost, like, 60, 80 bucks to print off. Like, there's no way anyone will actually buy these off me. So, hmm. in the Shapeways world, I think that, like, at least at least for sturdy feet, like, people are just priced out by the medium. Yeah, just, just because of the cost of the materials and what you have to do to put into them. That yeah. makes sense. I, I think it was I think it was the fake busker uh, feet that I saw, and I just assumed someone was making them. Because, yeah, that, that was that yeah. was fake busker going like I can't make these. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but yeah, outside of Shapeways, it's just perfect effect and non F, hmm. and that's it. It's crazy. Yeah, non F feet apparently started shipping for some people. That's awesome. So, Man, I can't wait to get the rewind and um, what's the girl? Oh, uh, why am I blanking out? Uh, Oh man, so I was Not about Minerva, to say it, and it's now Rosanna. It just fell out of my head. <laughs> you know that thing where you know the name, but yep. because you're on the spot, it, yeah. it, like a curtain pulls in front of it? I got you. I got oh, you so good. But yeah, terrible. it's uh, the, the pink one and the black one. I can't wait till those guys start shipping. Yeah. Uh, it's a shame that the mold has to be retired. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, like, man, um, you know. For those who don't know, also Nonf, uh, the guy who's running all the Nonf production stuff, has uh, had a health thing come up, so he's been out of whack for the last couple months, months or month and a half. I think I think it's probably been at least a month and a half. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, he also uh, has been having poor fortune and was wrestling with a part. I got the blackjack adapter, the Mega Moon Man designed one. Okay, yeah. Uh, and apparently that thing was a nightmare for him for Nonf to figure out. And so having gotten it, yeah. And by all reports, it is probably one of the weakest parts he's released so far because it's still. Is kind of finicky because you know the the nipple pegs. Yeah, they taper. I yes. I don't know for sure because I haven't talked to him because he's not online right now. But messing with mine, I think that's what really screwed with him because um, injection molded plastic. Like he tried to get that thing to have the perfect tolerance to get on there. It just can't because there's so much because they taper. Yeah. Um, it's it's real give and take. Like I've been I've been applying floor polish layers to get a flexible inner layer on there, and that's helping a lot. Okay. I think three D printed. Plastic has a, that slight flex that would maybe allow. It to, I'm, I'm totally just like shooting off the hip here. I have no <laughs> yeah. idea, but I'm, I'm guessing that like the injection molded plastic has some property that made it unable to deal with the taper as well. Because I think that's yeah. the thing that's screwing with the blackjack adapter. It's crazy what some like that can be <laughs> like an almost insurmountable obstacle. Yeah, and then you create fully functioning it's, feet. It's so close though. <laughs> yeah, like like the closeness of it. And like, and uh, I've been trying it on multiple ones because the first one I tried it on was the one I modified where I shaved the taper off. Okay. But it needs the taper because that's what he based it on. Yeah. So I grabbed because I have too many versions of Prime and Menasaur. <laughs> I grabbed the Japanese uh, Motormaster. I was like, well, it fits on him a bit better. Do you have both the American and the Japanese? I got a review copy of the Japanese one. Oh, nice. So the nightmare okay. started. Yeah. I only uh, have Scourge, and I, I crammed my Optimus in the, my closet over there. Cause oh, you got to pull them out for the one of those 15 kits coming out to bulk them up. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm okay. I almost I almost want to get the white one just to do the, the Nova. Oh, from the SND stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I want to get the white one also because I, cause I've got all the other ones. Yeah, that's a good reason. <laughs> yep, an excellent reason. <laughs> Now that Nova, the Nova Kid's still thing that's making me want to... Yeah, the Nova the looked really cool. And that, just to mess around with, like, I love the I love the um, Make Toys one. Yeah, And yeah. I'm super interested in the uh, Mastermind one. Yeah, all of a sudden, all the Nova Primes are coming out. Yeah, the only one I'm not real sold on is the Club one, but that's for 
Oh, well, he, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although the, the original toy was cool. I love that I Orion Pax toy. You're a super fan of that toy. Yeah, it took <laughs> until the club to get a single redeco of it, which I think is still insane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, anyway, Ironhide and Ratchet, like, I think we've been talking about a lot of the negative points on them, but it's only because, like... The bar's been so high for yeah. so long. Like, it's been a real high bar for Masterpiece, and, I mean... Uh, <sighs> Like, there's so many good and interesting... Like, who thought Bumblebee would have that crazy little transformation thing that made him one of the, just one of the coolest ones? Yeah, the, the vanishing panel. Yeah, like, yeah. little things like that. And I'm hoping... I hope Ironhide and Ratchet have something like that. The, the big thing about Ironhide and Ratchet is that, like, I haven't sat down to study the pictures, mm-hmm. but I could not just tell you how I think they transform. No. Um, the only part that sticks out is... Like, if that front bumper had not ended up where it ended up, I'd be completely mystified. The fact that it's there makes me go, like, oh, the transformation all happens behind the front panel of the van. Yeah. Um, other than that, like, I can't tell how the legs are formed. The legs, and the legs look so good. Yeah. <laughs> like, to to everything aside, I think the legs on them look fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I'm, and, I'm you're good. No, and if you pushed, if you pushed the front half, like, the top half back, maybe... A quarter of an inch, I think they would look much nicer. It's just that the break on the spine doesn't work. It's for not me. gonna happen. But <laughs> imagine if there's a slider in there, this e hobby goofball just hasn't found. Bitch. And it's like <laughs> just had to push back. Yeah. He... God, you could have saved us a whole bunch of anxiety, man. Yeah. I mean, the the I don't even know if you call this a silver lining. Silver lining, I'm doing yeah. air quotes, is that the lukewarm response to this masterpiece has highly emboldened several unofficial companies. Um, yep. And I, I think it's actually... F- I would call it a silver lining in that Voodoo Toys' debut release didn't get just cut off at the knees. Because um, it's it's not the perfect replacement masterpiece Ironhide by any means. It's a solid toy, though. And it's good to have a solid first release. Sure. And it is um, an option. Yeah, it's an option. But it, it also shows, like, hey, this company knows how to make toys. They didn't have to scrap that entire plan yep. or release it under the auspices of, like, well, in case you don't want the Hasui one, which is very rare nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the, the downside is that for Masterpiece, now it's, like, I think there, unless there's a big step on the next couple, yeah, like, we got to see how Shockwave turns out because, like, that's the one that's really sticking out. Um if, if if stuff ends up looking more like Hot Rod and less like Shockwave, I think it's really going to become like an emboldening of the 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 masterpiece like gap filler fad that's already taking over the unofficial market. Yeah, which I mean, it's nice for a lot of people. A lot of people, it's also turning off third party altogether. Which I mean, that completely their choice. Like it's mm-hmm. not like it's not a bad thing. It definitely is is something. But like. You're you're risking alienating a whole bunch of people by focusing just on filling holes rather than doing something interesting and neat. That's why I'm so happy that a bunch of groups are still sticking to their guns and releasing some cool stuff that isn't trying to be someone else's aesthetic entirely. (laughs) I mean, it is, but it's not trying to be Masterpiece aesthetic. It's just (laughs) more sticking out to me in there. And we got uh, new toys from TFC, which was interesting to see. Yeah. Man, I hope those turn out well. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. I heard their defense or was built well. Yeah, the, so yeah. that's like the little I, thing where I'm like, hey, this might go okay. I didn't like the look of it, but it, from all accounts, it was a solid actual toy, which is yeah. which is better than I can say for a lot of their other stuff. 
I mean, especially after Hercules. Yeah, I mean, like their their Predator King was by all accounts a complete disaster. Yeah, and the only thing that's I think it's only because Predator King is aesthetically closer to Piranacon than Defensor. As I look at their Piranacon stuff, and I'm like, oh god, this is the making me think of Ares again. And looking at <laughs> looking at, I think it was Lazy Aza did a video, big video about Ares. Yeah, going like because I think he said he liked a lot of parts of the visual, but he was like, check out the joints. And it was like a mess. Yeah, I'm, I I definitely skipped that whole thing. But like a lot of them looked really nice. Um, it, everything after Hercules, like even Hercules, I, I got. And then like I was like, ah, it's good. But I, there's just enough stability issues with it that I, yeah. I, I kind of dish it. But hearing that Defensor turned out well, even if it wasn't well received, was good to hear. I think just because Defensor... I think a lot of people didn't stick it out long enough to find out he was built well. Yeah. Because, uh, like, I was so curious the night when I went looking at all the video reviews. I only found, like, I think two or three videos that were really in-depth and actually completed the set. Yeah. Uh, and talked about at length the, the combined form. Um, and I was like, man, like, it's it's such a shame that, it, like, they finally hit it, but just, just as soon as Combiner Wars showed up. Yeah. As soon as went, look at us! Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um... Well, I again hope that high hopes for Ratchet and Iron. Just a little bit of reservation about the photographer. I'll give you some reservation. Oh, we're gonna do a listener question. <laughs> okay, uh, we got a listener question from Switchblade, uh, who says Konichi andor Kombanwa podcast tachi des oriwa suichu bredo des. That's uh, some hard and fast romanization going on in there. <laughs> Uh, now that I've made at least five Japanophiles want to punch me, I have a couple short and connected, only via recent personal experience, questions for you. Uh, Switchblade recently picked up and fiddled with Generations, uh, a Junkion. He actually can't remember. Um, but one oh, of, one of okay. the Junkions. Uh, he transformed it for the first time, probably a couple years, got frustratingly stuck trying to get the legs together to form the motorcycle seat. I'd forgotten just how awful that guy was to transform, so question number one... Are there any toys that you have just straight up never gotten a good handle on the transformation of? Even something you've owned for years. Uh, besides that Junkion, uh, he's also never gotten used to Generation Straxus and the bit where his arms kind of have to phase through his backpack, which I vaguely remember, but I think I got good at that part. Straxus was also Skullgrin, right? Yeah. Okay, got it. So I got an... I got a definite answer for this, but do you have an answer? Do this? I have an answer for this? I do. Um, I can tell you I never really got a good handle. Are we talking just like official or unofficial? It doesn't matter, I think. So. Okay. Uh, so unofficial, I, I never really got a good handle on uh, Fans Project's Assaulter. The oh, yeah, broadside. Yeah. Like, I love the toy, but it's just got, it's, it's got just enough of the thing where it's got folding panels and real tight hips yeah that I I I've transformed it I don't enjoy transforming it and I would need to look up or find my instruction manual in order to do it again I need to pull mine out because I remember when I reviewed him I'd gotten a real good handle I, I had an epiphany with his transformation oh that's cool but I don't remember what it was <laughs> and I, I know it's one of those epiphanies that I like there's a good chance if I just hold them for a bit yeah. and look at him it'll come back to me 
but I remember there was something about his legs where like suddenly everything made sense. Yeah. Like I think I, I hit on whatever the the thing the note was the designer hit on that made it make make sense to the designer. Oh, you you like you got in that headspace like his groove. Yeah, like I synchronized, yeah. okay. and I was like, well, obviously <laughs> it's all based on the orientation of this panel. And <laughs> it's just so simple. It's so easy. And uh, uh, the other one would be Masterpiece uh, Rodimus. Like, I, oh, okay. I transformed that once and then back and then once again. And the shin panel kind of broke off. And I was like, well, I'm done with this. And I don't like the hands anyway. So I still can't believe there are no replacement hands for him. Like, I, every, I remember every couple of years, yeah. ever since 08 or whenever he came out, know, he came out in like 2010. Um, ever since he came out for the last like four years, every. One or two years, I'd go and like, has someone made poseable hands for him yet, or just better looking hands? It's like, nope. I don't even want like the they look horrible, but I just want ones that fit into the transformation. Yeah, better so it's not so much of a like pain. fold away. Yeah, please, <laughs> just something that gets them out of there. But yeah, those would be my two. I just I never really clicked with either of those transformations. So so I totally like I've downloaded Masterpiece Rodimus. I got I got <laughs> Fall of Cybertron Bumblebee on my first try. Nice. Sorry, uh, War for Cybertron Bumblebee. Um, a lot of monstrous toys I've not had that many problems with. I even went through Fans Project Menasaur full, like, from from all vehicle modes to all robot modes to combined about six months ago. Yeah. No instructions, and I got it. Yes. Um, something about, like, a lot of complicated things, as long as, like, there's, there's reasonable places for stuff to go, often, even if it's a bit unreasonable, for some reason, I'm just a monster. I don't know why. <laughs> but then we talk about Alternator's Optimus Prime, the one that turns into a pickup truck. Yeah, I got the black. Yeah, one. I have the black. I have never in my life been able to get him back into vehicle mode. Even looking <laughs> at pictures. <laughs> okay. Like, he makes zero sense to me. Yeah. That toy. It's, I mean, it's not a great, it's not a great toy. It's not, but like, considering the things that I've been able to suss out, yeah. I don't understand why I have so much trouble with that toy. No, fair enough. Uh, I would have to look it up. I don't remember having super significant difficulty with it. But. Yeah, I remember the day I got him at a BotCon. Yeah. Same year he came out. Got him for 90 US at the time, which wasn't that bad because our dollar didn't suck that bad. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it was, it was decent because it was like 30 bucks up. Yeah. Um, it's like 50% markup. But at a BotCon on the first day when I got there, I just saw one sitting there. I was like, mine. Yeah. Uh, and then I took him back to the hotel room and I was like, how? What? <laughs> and then I got home and a week passed. I was like, I should, I should bust that toy out. I was like, how? Well, I don't understand. Set him aside. <laughs> a couple years later, I get the Fans Project's engine plug-in for that toy that turns into a gun. And, like, oh, the gas, the the gas cap and the Matrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, well, I have, a comp- I have a version of this toy. I should, yeah, I'll plug it in. Try to get him back into truck mode. All that stuff's been sitting in a drawer for like uh, eight years almost. Yeah. Um, well, more, more like six or seven years. Yeah, but yeah, I just can't figure that toy out. <laughs> you open the drawer, you just hear laughter. And yeah, you close it. The, and... the toy is laughing at me. <laughs> you want to put my engine thing in here? Put the matrix in my engine block? You can't do it. You You'll n- never do it. You Nimrod. Um, but yeah, that's that's my insurmountable mountain. Yeah. Uh, in the unofficial world, where stuff can get super complicated, I think a lot of the most complicated stuff I never bought. Um, thinking of things like the Toy World Astro Train, just from videos I watched, like oh, stuff that's like yeah. ball joint stem attached thin panels. Closest I've come with stuff like that, aside from like Assaulter, that Animus, uh, that that unofficial masterpiece Ironhide. Um, he's got oh. you know, he's got some panel yes. folding stuff. It's mostly just the way. Like I spent a while trying to figure out if we were <laughs> all missing something with the backpack. So I was like, there must be a tab. You got it, you got it clipped in pretty good though. Well, yeah, because you just shove it in, <laughs> and then like. 
uh, Kevin Sigmund on Twitter told me like that he thought there's a way you get the panels to wrap around the like red things that stick out in the back, hmm. and that's just to me that was just a happenstance that would happen as I pushed it in because they would shove between some of the panels, but like I don't feel like that was like I feel like <laughs> I feel like something went wrong back there. Like yeah. it holds in solid, but I don't like the unsatisfactory like I don't know push it. So yeah. I I can understand if there was possibly a reason to get it just like there was a reason to just get it out before the official ones come out so maybe that could have been it like maybe there was just that blast like we can keep designing this to clip it in perfectly or we can get it out ahead of the official one and well, here's the weird thing those yeah. two red things sticking out they look like because I didn't want to mess with it because it was on loan yeah if it was mine I was going to try to take an exacto because there were there's channels in them but yeah. they're sealed at the top oh, I think if I just cut through and cut the ceiling out yeah. and left the channels in there then panels could wedge into those those channels and like really lock it yeah. like it feels like something um, got messed with in the factory like it, it feels like it was a surface added in yeah, by I, someone on factory floor and it, it sounds crazy but that so happens that actually does happen yeah, yeah. um that's that. That's, that's why it got in my head. Because I was like, this just—it feels like someone messed with. Because I can't imagine a designer just sort of stopping at the point of like, well, if you push it, it stays. <laughs> just cram it in there. Like, like given how they're like inside the backpack, there were parts that folded over and had little T slots to like lock yeah. in. You know, like like I said, it, I mean, it could have been factory. Could have just been like, hey, we need to get this out. Yeah, um, and it's good enough. So. And to the toy's credit, the backpack can hold in super solid. Yeah. Doubly given how there's no locking mechanisms. Yes. Uh, I, I was I was actually that was like a whole evening I spent because I was like, how is this holding in? And I was like looking at the thing and I'm yeah. like, I figured out kind of like, okay, these panels tend to brace on these parts, but I, man, it was weird. Yeah. It's, anyway, it's a nice toy though. Oh yeah, yeah. I, like as an alternative, it's fine, and as like a first release, it's really good for a first release. Oh, for for voodoo, yeah, yeah, oh, fantastic. Uh, just like friggin' them and like everyone else on the planet, stop putting ratcheted outward hip motions in. <laughs> like I was looking at those Bane hips, right? it was existence. like from from straight to like like all the way out here to to what did I call it? Like uh, Revel Tech pelvic thrust. Oh, it's the best Revel Tech. Uh, <laughs> I don't mind it. Uh, anyway, we got a second question. All right, from Switchblade. Uh, he says, "I just placed a Big Bad Toy Store order today." And decided to impulse buy one of their "Please, dear Lord, somebody buy these" clearanced Impossible Toys mini cars. Uh, the mm. final Impossible Toys release. Yeah. Uh, so he specifically got their version of Bumper. Uh, he had no real fondness for the character, but with him not having one at all, um, wait, what with him not having one at all? Oh, because Bumper has no character. I get it now. Uh, he says, and I don't even think the toy looks particularly good. Although I've heard these are all pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I really only bought it because it was $5, and I'm incredibly bemused by the notion of a third-party company making their own version of a 30-year-old packaging mistake. So if any of you ever bought something, Transformers or otherwise, not because of the toy itself or the character it represented, but because you like the concept behind it. Thanks for listening, and I'll take my answers off the air. So I guess, like, something where, where just the fact that this exists was the reason you bought it. Like, you look at it, and you, either it's like, oh, that's great, or it's like, that's hilarious. Oh, uh yeah, the uh the perfect effect uh like mini headmaster Black Zarek. Oh yeah, the 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 stumpy one. Yeah, 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 like the little super deformed one. Like yeah. it's it's neat just because it's got a cool little headmaster, but it was also just like it's a little Black Zarek and like why not? 
Yeah. And it does transform, so it's like it's pretty neat little toy at the end of the day, but I got it because it was like uh, okay. <laughs> like that that was something that You I, made that. Yeah, it's like I don't know why, and, but I'm going to I'm going to be like, alright, this is like I didn't get the giant black Zerk from Sentinel, even though that's a fun fun giant baby toy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I was like, oh, this will be my Black Zarek. And, and to, to its credit, it's a really cool little toy. The Headmaster's nice. Um, but yeah, like, for the most part, I, I don't get a lot of stuff. I, I don't order from Big Bad or TF Source or many online stores just because of the a lot of Canadians. Yeah. yeah, a lot of Canadians <laughs> stopped doing that about two months ago. <laughs> so, so the opportunities of just being like, ah, I'll get it for... Uh, for giggles is is limited. Yeah. Well, for me, a lot of that that like I'm gonna buy it because this looks funny. I've done that at like Walmart and at comic shops so often that I've tried to stop doing it. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's what like half my NECA purchases have been. Was like <laughs> they made a toy of that. <laughs> um. I, like specifically, I'm trying to think. Like I think the last time I did that, as far as transforming toys goes, mm-hmm. is probably when that um that really high quality knockoff gift set of all the Japanese headmasters came out. That was oh, like. Nice. Some years ago, like 2010, I think. Um, and at the time, I, th- I forgot who sold it to me, but it was someone local to BC was getting a bunch of them and was like, hey, you want in on this? And I, I, I was like, well, I don't need any of those headmasters, but I like the fact that this exists. <laughs> and I like the fact that like one of them is Black Xerox headmaster, but it doesn't have gold plastic syndrome anymore. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, throw me down for one. And like, I've never used any of them in any headmaster toy. But I, it's I nice to have opened it. It's yeah. been <laughs> Headmasters, I guess, seem to to be good for that. Yeah, and Hasbro's banking on that too. Yeah, Titan Wars, yeah. Titans Return. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think non Transformers wise. I've done it so many times, but now I can't remember what some of those things were. Um, like just a lot of one off things. Like when I was a teenager, I was reading like those dumb toy collector magazines, mm-hmm. like Tomarts. And they were making a big deal about some company was doing, uh, was it Battle Nun, uh, whatever her name is, from that comic. And then some guy who's like a super-powered firefighter from the same comic series. Holy crap. Some toy company did those two toys. And then the, the, the magazine was like, these are like, this is a company outside of the big three doing toys of independent comic books. And as like a little like 12, 13-year-old, I was like, I want to support that. <laughs> and like... I bought those toys, and I was like, I have no idea who either of these characters are. Wait, so are they partners? Like, is the nun partner? Oh no, no, they're the they're they're unrelated to each other. Oh, uh, I was hoping they were like a duo of some sort. No, no, like his name was Hellfire. The, the fireman guy was called like, I can't remember his name anymore. He, I remember he had like weird hair, and he had a, a white streak, and he had big boots, and then it sounds like Valiant comics. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like it was like. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I can't remember her name. It was like it was like Battle Nun Azalea or something. Except I know it's not Azalea. It's just that that's in my head. Yeah, because that's a toy that came out last year. And that's how I think. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, that's this is also one of those questions I would say open up to the listeners, especially the one of you bought it just because you like. <laughs> I would get that. Yeah, uh, doubly so if you highly regret the fact that you did that. Um, <laughs> and uh, just on the topic of those Impossible Toys mini cars, because um, he said he heard they were good. Yeah. They're a dice roll, but if you get a good dice roll, actually, I bought four of them, but I've only opened one, uh, and I got a good dice roll on the one I opened. No, I bought I opened two, but I got good dice rolls on those two. Um, Which ones? It was uh, Glyph and Tap Out, whatever they call them, Glyffer and Tapper. I also have the Waspinator one, uh, but I haven't opened them yet. Okay. I know someone who got the Waspinator one and was like, this thing's a piece of garbage, but then I think Geronimus <laughs> got the Waspinator one and was like, this is great. 
So there's like there's there's a range. On the bright side, now they're five bucks. So who cares? Yeah. Are they five? They're five bucks from Big Bad. Yeah, well they, they they fluctuate, but they're trying like mad to get rid of them. I need to get the cliff jumper one at some point. I'm, what I've been thinking of is just because the cheapest way to get them is if you just order the set of all of them. Because yeah, now yeah, it's like forty five bucks for all of them, yeah. which I think puts them at less than five bucks a piece. I feel like I don't want them all in my house though. Well, you, just, you buy the set of all of them. Yeah. You cherry pick the one you want. Yeah. Sell the other ones for five bucks, and you've made like a dollar or two on each one. That again and, seems like way too much work, and I don't want them in my house. I mean, we're not Terry. Just go to that toy show, and then like if someone doesn't buy some, just like give them to uh, give them to Ian and go like here a charity auction. Yeah, he would too. Yeah. He absolutely would take him. <laughs> uh, anyway, hope that answers your question, Switchblade. Um, let's finish this up with uh, well, we got lots to talk about here, but let's talk about some toys. Okay. So I guess I mean what we got this week, but some of the stuff I don't know. But, well, we got all this this week. I got we? all the I got the the four things I want to talk about this week. All right, what's what's one of yours? Uh, He's staring you in the face. Yeah, I got right now. I, I got tracks. So tracks, tracks. I was talking on your fancy future phone. <laughs> the PlayStation. The PlayStation 4. Yeah. Uh, and I was informed that you weren't feeling Trax. So, I think Trax is good. Like, I, it's a good toy, and it's it's a good masterpiece toy. I just think he's probably my least favorite of the... And, and maybe it's just that I was in a bad mood or something when I opened it, or... I don't know, I just... I had blood running down <laughs> my eye. <and laughs> yeah. <laughs> I stubbed my toe, um, but no, it's 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 a good toy. Uh, so I will say this: uh, its alt mode is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like Trax's alt mode, the the Corvette, the fact that it's like you've have you seen pictures with the hood? Yeah, with the hood popping up. It's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous alt mode, and I think it's, it's alt mode wise, it's one of my favorites. Um, but there's a couple things about robot mode and just the way it stands and kind of works that I'm not a huge fan of. There's yeah. there's two panels that flip down like here I can show you but there's two panels that flip down to cover this giant gaping hole above his foot like where his ankle yeah. should be because if you get rid of this and these panels are so hard to move like I hurt my thumb moving it but this flips up like that yeah. I don't even want to do it but it flips up like that and then if you leave that up these are just kind of like feet on a stick yeah, yeah. Like and, a ball joint stick yeah, kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm not a huge fan of that just because moving those panels is a pain in the butt and it's just tight tolerance and it doesn't look good if they're not there. Yeah. Um, and also, like you can see, the backpack sits really high. So, so that's how it sits? like. Yeah, you can see on the side here, it's got two little clips oh, that okay. clip in and like they're just frictioned in to the sides right there. Yeah, it looks kind of floaty. Yeah, it does. And also, if you move his arms like that, it tends to knock that out. And then it also knocks the front out. And the front is what pegs the arms and the shoulders into location. So just the clearance and placement of the wings and the shoulders and everything like that, it just it doesn't feel super solid like the rest of them. I, like yeah. if you grab Lambor or Wheeljack or any of the dots and like pretty much any of the other masterpiece toys, nothing ever feels to me at least like I'm going to knock it out of place or anything like that. And like these don't clip in anywhere. Oh wow, back there. Yeah, the the hood pieces on the back of his legs. Yeah, so I don't know. It, it it's a good toy. I'm not, I don't. I'm not kind of trash talking it or anything like that. I. 
I just I'm less a fan of this than I really wanted to be, and especially because of the almost like in, like the paint on it, like it's this gorgeous fleck. Like, take a look at the the paint on the hood and everything like that. Oh yeah. Like it's the plastic on it and the paint on it and everything is gorgeous. And I just really I don't like the way the the some of the the clearances kind of work for it. Yeah. The the thing that I was curious about, which I guess has the oh, oh yeah, there's really good ratchets. Yes. <laughs> I like that part. Yeah. Uh, the backpack is the thing I was curious about, and it feels like it's suffering. From all of the things you'd want to overcome from the backpack. It's yeah. kind of floaty. The wings are kind of just there. Yeah. And they're all in the way of the shoulder joints. Yeah. Um, just like, they're not preventing the shoulders from moving. I'm trying nope. it out. But you bump them every time you move the shoulders. Yeah. And uh, I think that with the other guys, like, and maybe it's by virtue of not having the backpack. They, they all have designs where their shoulders can just be a big, unimpeded block. Yep. But, yeah, I was hoping that... I was hoping that just something smooth would happen on this guy that kept the backpack out of my hair. Yeah, and you uh, can like you can roll his shoulders forward like that, but then the wheels are kind of pointing. Yeah, in. yeah. So, the axis is not quite. Yeah, not quite so, perpendicular. So, like I said, it's 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 not my favorite masterpiece car. It's probably one of my least favorites, if not my least favorite. But it's not a bad toy. Yeah, like like having handled him for about. 15 seconds um he feels more solid than uh than what i'd feared yeah um because when it comes to and we don't know if kobayashi's working on it but when it comes to kobayashi on masterpiece i tend to associate that with um with with trying to get the budget and the feeling of your budget out in the sheer mass of moving parts which often ends up with stuff like like Rodimus, where it's like you can play with the toy, but it always feels like something's jostling out of the way. Very much when so. You're playing yeah. with it. That, I guess I didn't even think of that, but yeah, the the backpack does remind me a little bit of the way Rodimus's would kind of just disconnect for no reason. Yeah, because because it, it can't deal with everything else moving around it. Yeah. Um, like I like what you're saying. Like Trax doesn't feel bad. Yeah. Um, but he he he. I think that he really does like you know messing with the robot mode joints. He does have that intermediary feel that I was kind of hoping for, since I know it's not going to be Hasui. Yeah. Um, I will say the the hand transformation, like the the hand from car into like forearm, yeah. is actually fantastic. It Sweet. does it does a weird little trick that I won't ruin, but it's actually yeah. Really I don't cool. I don't want to see how it all works, but I was going to ask you like the transformation in general. Transform like every part of the transformation feels good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like I said, I don't like where some of the parts end up. Yeah. Nice. Well, that yeah, I'm, I'm also just I'm eyeballing it because the paint is gorgeous. It is. It really is. Like I, I'm not going to take away from that. Like looking at it, especially under light, it just sparkles in a way that the other ones don't. Like yeah. I, I, I almost feel like some more of the budget went into the surface of the actual toy as opposed to maybe fixing some of the the final kind of tolerances or final. I don't know. Final fixing. Like I'm, I'm, glad about, I'm glad about the, the ratchets and the knees because uh, I, I like it when there's like at least oh, and then the elbows too. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, there's there's some solidity in 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 parts of his stature. Uh, that the only thing that I worry about. I'll talk about this when we talk about another toy. Is when mm-hmm. you have all friction joints because all it makes me think is like, well, over time I'm going to have to start tweaking some of these, and if they're all friction joints. Am I going to have to tweak all of them? Yeah. Whereas if some of them are like those kind of detent joints, those tend to just last unless you really work them for a while. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Well, he looks all right. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting mine whenever I get mine. Yeah, it's a good toy. 
I got, I got a little, little car I can talk about. I got Nightbird Shadow. I wanted to show you what she looks like with all of her stuff on her, because it's silly. Um, vehicle mode, you can stick all of her like weird clear yellow weapons all over it and totally just not make her look like she's in disguise at all. But, like, the car mode looks sweet. Like, it the does. silver paint they used is gorgeous. It, and, it, uh, it ends up looking a lot nicer than RC. Yeah, I think it's partly by virtue of just black hides a lot. Yeah. And she's black and silver, so <laughs> lots gets hidden. Um, but the the robot mode and everything about her, like I, I think she turned out amazing. Um, I haven't opened up the other two evil lady robots yet, because uh, I'm, I'm taking my time and I want to finish working on a video first. <laughs> really draw it out. That's right. Leave, <laughs> leave them to breathe in the package and make them think they're never going to get out. <laughs> release one, but not the other. Oh, no. And make them, you know, make a hierarchy of the ones who trust me more. <laughs> it's getting horrible. Yeah. It's uh, evil. It's not my fault. It's, I guess, mine? Yeah. Oh. You know, when you come when you come to the offices of hardreturn.net. Oh, jeez. You know, you start, you start having dark thoughts and you start killing time while you transform toys into robots. Well, I mean, there were those cops earlier. Well, that was an ambulance. Oh, yeah. Someone was hurt. <laughs> Someone who... Someone's gonna get hurt too. Someone who had it coming. Yeah. Someone got hurt because they dug too deep in the business that wasn't theirs. Anyway, the robot mode is, I think, a perfect Nightbird robot mode, all things considered. So, I mean, it's not perfect. But I can't see anything I would have done differently, especially given that it's based on RC. Uh, the new head and new chest piece look really good, and the silver paint oh. makes everything look good. Yeah, the silver is gorgeous. Yeah. Um, she turned out just wonderful um there's inherent problems that come from being generations rc which is mostly that you know the hip motion is kind of weird because you have to sort of untransform the hips to get full hip range yeah and uh the new head sculpt includes the weird like down hanging hood part so when you make nightbird look up she has this gigantic kind of jaw thing sticking off which looks strange from a lot of angles but i don't really mind it um her eyes light pipe a pretty decent pale yellow yeah they were um, really nice yeah, and uh, her accessories, like, she's got the weird thing in her hands that all the RCs have, where they have that, or, you know, most of the RCs have, where they have that ridge on the bottom. But here's the crazy thing. Her psi weapons, the new ones, have a tapered cut on the handle, so you stick them in only in one way, but they have a cutout for that ridge on the bottom, so that they actually will fit all the way in. Oh, jeez, that's real clever. Yeah. Unfortunately, her guns and swords don't have that cutout. Seriously? Yeah. So they they sit in there like halfway sticking out. <laughs> but she can hold her size real well. <laughs> Man, that's kind of a bummer that they didn't go the the full full nine and. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing it wasn't in the budget. And like I I don't care about that so much as the way that the robot looks. Yeah. Um, the swords and the gun, like basically the RC weapons, are like happy leftovers on this toy. The two yeah. sides are like the main thing. Yeah. Um, I like but the, I like the little sun on her belly. Yeah, that's animation accurate. Yep. She's, she's, I can't think of anything about this toy as a remold of RC that went wrong or that I would have done different. Like, oh, it's a good looking toy. Yeah, they're, they're not going to make a brand new Nightbird. They made an incredible <laughs> Nightbird based on an RC toy. Yeah. Um, like, in the context of what it is, I think it's pretty much like, it's like five, five stars, pick it up. <laughs> Unless you hate Nightbird. Five uh, stars, number one. Yeah, five star number one. <laughs> nice. Um, it's great. And yeah. like you can get these these uh, generations or legends deluxes. If you dig around enough, you can get them as low as like two thousand yen. Um, if you're real lucky. Yeah. Uh, more like twenty five hundred to three thousand on the open market. Mm -hmm. 
uh, super worth it in my opinion. Like for all, at least for all the silver paint and the new parts, like it's well done. Yeah, I, re- I really want to get the black arachnia. I'm just waiting for someone local to, yeah. to get it, and then I'll pick it up. So head on that looks great. Yeah, and uh, there is an amazing custom someone did using only the parts of the toy, just cut and rearranged. Yeah, to make her basically look like spot on to show model, like with the big claws instead of normal hands. Oh, really? They just and then like the big feet rather than like the weird little feet. Yeah, they just cut up the spider legs on the backpack and rearranged parts. And took pieces off of the grappling hook weapon and just glued them into different places, then repainted the whole thing. Oh. And uh, it's to the point where if, if that toy is not too hard to find, I might try to find a second one and just like try to make a little pet project out of that. Because the yeah. end result looked amazing. That'd be awesome to see. i got to look that up. Yeah. And her artwork is terrifying because look, just like the comic book, the artwork is all about how enormous the toy's breasts are. Yep. The artwork is her just going like, whoa, look at these. <laughs> How can I keep these in my hands? Why would you need them in your hands? I don't know, but Black Arachnia is trying. Because she's like, I gotta hold on to them or they're gonna oh, fall off. Oh no. Part of that's got, part of that goes back to mainframe and their weird obsession with hourglass figures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Extraordinarily extreme hourglass figures. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Canadian animation. But, uh, I, got, I got Slipstream and Black Arachnia, but I haven't opened them yet. Yeah. But in the boxes, they look pretty good. Hmm. In the boxes. Yeah, I'm super jealous of the Black Arachne. I gotta track that down. If I had opened, if I'd known and had it open, I would have. Well, whenever I open it, I'll, I'll bring it up. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, I'll mess around with it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's my first thing I'll talk. Let's both talk about this guy. Yeah. What do you got in your hands there? Uh, I got uh, Sphinx from Mastermind. Ocular Max. Or sorry, Ocular Max, well, powered ocu- by Mastermind. Oh man, language. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a uh, it's the other masterpiece car robot that I got, and I like it. Uh, a lot. Um, I'm a little biased. Well, your name is on the box. Yeah, I'm super biased in that sense. <laughs> uh, but like, just seeing that from from the the original test shot to to actual release, like it's it's something really interesting to to have a super loose copy that doesn't fit together properly, <laughs> and then have the final. And I was going to ask you, like, I don't yeah. know how much you're allowed to talk about sure. in a recorded setting, but, like, because you have been with this toy almost from the beginning of it having a physical prototype, mm-hmm. at least, like, a finished deco physical prototype. Yep. Um, like, yeah, like, that experience. Like, what's what was that like? Like, get, like handling it from, you know, the stage where all the people online are like, just release it, it looks fine, yeah. to, to now. <laughs> well, you, <laughs> I, I can... Pretty much guarantee you wouldn't have wanted the it when it originally. Like you might have wanted it when it originally came out, but like the the amount of tweaking and care that's put into making sure the final one is as good as it is is pretty crazy. Like yeah. little things here, little things there. I mean, nothing super, but the, like for example, the the side panels on the original one don't really line up very well, and like everything's super loose and. Um, it, it's it's interesting to 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 see how and what gets tightened and what changes. Um, and the good thing is, is like they really went kind of balls out to make this as good as possible. And I think that mm-hmm. a lot of care shows throughout the product, but um, yeah, like even things like the feedback on changing the font on the side of the 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 car and the color and I've warmed up to the blue like having seen it in person so yeah. many times like 
It, it, in person, it's, nice. it's nowhere near as dark as anything looks on on screen. Yeah, like it's it, it, it's it's nice. And, and the, the original feedback was like it needs to be darker. And then as soon as the darker was released, it needs to be lighter. It, there's there's a hundred percent no pleasing everyone. I mean, oh, no. especially when the colors change from episode to episode or even yeah. scene to scene. I, I was talking to um, to Mikey, Irish Mikey, paleontologist. I know. Yeah. On Twitter, uh, kind of about I forgot I forgot how we got there, but we were kind of talking about how silly the the classic thing is on the, in a third-party masterpiece of like thread mm-hmm. when people start posting the photo collages of screen caps going yeah. like well it doesn't look like this screen cap yeah. and and the way that i feel like some people i don't understand where it's coming from and i was like it until i thought about it so yeah i kind of get where it's coming from the g1 cartoon is not a model guide no the, the everyone in the cartoon was made a silly putty <laughs> and if, if you pick the right screen cap, yeah. they always look different. Oh, yeah. So when people start posting the screen cap comparisons, I always start wincing because I'm like, this doesn't mean anything. <laughs> and, and at the end of the day, you've got, you've got your own idealized, or idolized version of that character. Like, yeah. You have the character in your head, and even if it's not what is on screen it's what's in your head and what you want to match up to it yeah like in a lot of cases no amount of screen caps or like diagrams or anything will be like will sway your opinion so like Uh, that's what's so so beautiful about the hasui cars is how they're able to hit in many cases this really sweet middle point where they're close enough to a lot of screen caps Yes. Uh, which I think is the tricky thing to do. But when it becomes specific to certain... Like, when it's just like, make it look like this. It's like, but now it doesn't look like five seconds later in the same episode. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And uh, they did a, they did a good job, I think, of listening to feedback. Oh, but even things like, um, like you know, the chess piece here. Yeah. Uh, if you look on the original toy, it's got a red bar going all the way through from the bottom to the top. And, like, even removing that little red bar to make it instead of a cross thing like that just just tweaks little tweaks like that it's, yeah. it's pretty crazy kind of seeing what gets changed throughout things like that well and the final result like like the robot mode is the feature on that toy to me like just oh yeah the, just the way that he forms into this really well built little robot man yes who turns <laughs> into a car um uh generally i think the thing turned out great um i feel like it's super ambitious and yeah. it, if i had one thing about it i my one thing is I wish more of the moving parts were detented um, so just two very specific ones the front wheels on the car mode uh, I wish had a hard like parallel to the ground detent lock like for for when you're when you put the mode. car down yeah because if, if you push on the front nose the wheels kind of just like they fold up yes um, also I, I wish the forward motion on the hips had a micro detent like a micro ratchet um. Yeah, like the forward hip motion. Gotcha. Just because of the die cast. Yeah, because because there is a lot of metal content in the feet. The outward hip motion, like the, yeah. the splits. I don't. I don't like that to be detented unless it's done really well. But the <laughs> forward hip motion, like a you know, like a really small, like micro tooth, like even maybe metal on metal detent. Like yeah, a big spring in the middle. I think that would have been a perfect finisher on him, just to make the legs like rock solid. Yeah. The only thing that worries me about Sphinx is uh, how. Basically, all of his joints are friction joints, and there's metal involved. And, I, and I'm thinking, like, five years ahead sure. of how it's it's going to be, like, I wonder if there's going to be upkeep to do. 
And that's like, and I'm saying this because like that's the only major con I can drop on this guy are those two points. Yeah. Uh, the transformation's gorgeous. The robot mode looks beautiful. Um, I love the silicone tires. Like I can like now that I have them in hand, and then like I I feel it. Yeah. Um, like squeezing the rear ones. <laughs> wow. I I spent a good hour squeezing <laughs> those gotta, tires. Gotta squeeze the rear one. I'm a like, tire squeezer. Yeah. I go in the back and just grab a handful so, of. So what? they are silicone. Uh, yeah, I believe that was in um, the first Facebook post about Ocular Max. Okay. Uh, a very specific point was made about the silicone that was used. And then a couple, I think a month or a couple weeks later, mm-hmm. uh, non-F, unrelated, was uh, putting up pre-orders for replacement uh, wheels for the Combiner War Stunticons and made a point again of saying, hey, I'm going to be using a silicone that's not going to wear down like regular rubber. That's cool. And it's turned me into a snob. Because <laughs> now when any toy comes out that has, like, hey, we've got rubber tires on it, I'm like, is it, like, a silicone base or is it just, like, regular-ass rubber that'll die if it's left in a dry environment? <laughs> what kind of cheap rubber are you peddling there, buddy? And what's the chemical makeup of your rubber, son? <laughs> yeah. uh, that's cool. I've never, like, I've never had any trouble with any rubber tires, but I've seen people, like, whose even MP10, like, tires have It depends have on your climate. Them. I guess that's a, like it must be dry because we're so humid here. Yeah, dry. well, we, we get a, we get a good mix because it's humid in the summer, dry yeah. in the winter, yeah. intermediate in between. But if you live in like a, an extreme climate that stays that way, yeah, um, that's for a while. Then yeah, yeah, because I've seen I've seen pictures where the tires on MP10 are split, and it always boggles my mind. Yeah, I mean, it, it comes from a combination of things. Like there's also wear and tear. Sure, but yeah, if 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 like regular rubber just gets dry. Yeah, um, it's still just be like that. That's the thing with a lot of uh, a lot of hot toys that use the rubber oh. skin. Where yeah. I've read guides about like, oh, you know, if you want to if you want to upkeep your Batman Begins bat suit, like get this kind of lubricant and apply it once every three months to age <laughs> joints to keep it wet. I can't even begin to imagine explaining to my wife that I got to go lube up my hot toys. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you have Black Widow, you're gonna have to like you know get a microcomb and like do her hair nope. and stuff. Uh, and no, <laughs> rooted hair. It's, I got stormtroopers. They don't need a lot of proper keep. doll stuff. <laughs> So it reminds us all that we're actually just collecting dolls. <laughs> They're action figures, Chris. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, <laughs> I can't, yeah, I'm going to lube my Batman. Um, I'll lube up my Batman or he's going to crack. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I, really, I really like how it turned out. Obviously, I'm biased, so I'm not going to go on too much, but I, I do love the heft that the die cast. Oh, yeah, the, the weight of the figure is, is wonderful. Yeah. Um, and uh, the, the parachute accessory. Uh, yeah. Is is a like I mentioned this when I when I met up with ages three and up, but yeah. I, I never noticed it until I messed with theirs. The the cables on the parachute yep. are cables. Yeah, they're yeah. like they're twist twisted metal cables in a plastic sheath. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of the most durable looking bendable wire setups I've ever seen. I mean, the toys only existed in people's hands for like a month tops. Yeah, so who knows? But um, it has the look of actual like metal cabling. And it feels like tight to, to to you know pose the wire mostly because it is metal cabling. Yeah, well, yeah. look at this guy. Look at this guy who knows what he's talking about. Look at that fact bombs. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I also like I also like the the car mode. Like mm-hmm. I'm not I I am in no way shape or form uh, knowledgeable about cars at all. Like 
I, I read that Trax turns into a Corvette Stingray on, I think, the box, maybe. Yeah, um, probably a sticker or something. Yeah, <laughs> but like, I know it looks like a car that I've seen before, and it looked really good, and I feel the same way uh, about Sphinx, is that I know I've seen that car, and I know it looks like that car when it turns into it. So Yeah, no, the car model looks good, and the, yeah. the weapon placement looks good when you stick them on the rear spoilers. Like, yeah. they, they stay tight to it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, oh, that was my one other thing. Yeah. And this, this is ridiculous to bring up as a nitpick. But given how everything else integrates, mm. I was like, oh, man, I wish there was a place to put the holographic driver in robot mode, like somewhere to, like, wedge him in. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no room in the torso. Like, no, the, plus the, it disappears. It's light, Chris. Know, but it's, it's a hologram. Little, it's a little thing now mm. I have to leave on my desk. You're not uh, using the power of your imagination. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, also, uh, for the face swaps, yes. I'm really surprised that a screw is involved. Um, yeah. That, like, that's a similar thing with a lot of third-party toys with electronics where they need you to, like, disassemble things with screwdrivers and then put them into, like, very unsubtle, like, no, this is the <laughs> entire electronic circuit you're seeing. Don't yeah. touch it wrong. Um, when it, when it, basically, if I have to get a screwdriver to do something, I just don't really want to do it. No, um, that's fair. But I do like the swappable back of the head because... I, I didn't know when I messed with Ages 3 and Ups that there was a separate back of the head with no logos on it. Because when we were recording that episode I was on, I was remarking how funny it was that the back of his head was covered in advertisements. <laughs> yeah. And then they are like, well, there's actually a separate piece you can put on here. Yep. And I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm stupid, huh? But then you don't get the authentic car mode. Damn it. Well, you all, you, you're the one who put basically went, like, get this size repper label and cover two of the tampographs and you can put an that's all o- That's only because people asked. I, yeah. like, look on my shelf. I don't put any labels on any of my third party stuff. I don't know, but I thought it was funny. Because yeah. like, then the guy comes up and like, you're going to cover two of the. Yeah, yeah, I know. It actually made me a little sad, but, like, it's one of those things where people. I completely understand, especially if it's going on a masterpiece shelf, wanting a, yeah. a logo on there. Like, it, it makes total sense. Um, and it just so happens that those two logos can be covered by the third row down repo label sized Autobot. Because to me, I'd, I'd be going like, well, I'll just get like whatever repo labels does their set for him. Hopefully they'll just do like a tiny symbol that can like go on his forehead or like on his collar or something. Sure. Like a teeny tiny one. Yeah. And leave all those tampographs graphs alone. Yeah. Like I, I like, I like the L and the goo year. Like, I love goo year. Yeah. <laughs> pretty good. Gooier is up there with on on Masterpiece Exhaust, the part of the front where it says something like, good taste. Yeah, yeah. You know, like the little dig where it's like, we can't say it, but we're going to say something just like we'll it. We'll get so close. We'll yeah. bump right up against it. I love that. And then Gooier is great because the, yeah. the, the, the font just makes it, at a glance, you're like, Gooier. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh. But yeah, no, I, I, I will be taking the sticker off very shortly. It's just that. As soon as this recording is done, he's going to rip. You embarrassed me, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a. Uh, I'm I'm very happy with how the toy turned out. No, me too. I think it's a it's a really friggin' strong first release. And uh, I said this before. The thing about Ocular Max I really like is that there is something about it other than Masterpiece that gives a reason for one to own it. Yes. is the Studio Ox angle, which is not an angle everyone cares about, and that's fine. Like everything has an angle no one cares about. But <laughs> I, I like that. Collecting Ocular Max is not hinged entirely upon what Takaratomi do or do not do. Yeah, it's, um, it's kind of its own offshoot. Yeah, but it happens to look really good. It's, yeah. it's the same thing with uh, with Make Toys Remaster, where it's like they're a masterpiece alike. But well, I mean, I'm, maybe I'm I'm speaking more to the headmasters than that hound they're doing. But um, yeah. 
the, the, the headmasters they're doing just feel like we're going to do the headmasters as big ass like 10 inch tall die casts involved like high end toys yeah uh, well but, even uh, even was it DX9 or Unique Toys who did carry that's uh, DX9 DX9 even their uh, even their Rodimus like yeah like it's very much not like it doesn't look like a masterpiece toy it's in the right scale and, yeah. and like you could shove it in there if you want it that's, like, that's what DX9 generally seem to be doing, which yeah. a lot of people don't like, but I actually really like. That's what I liked about Shigur. It's yeah. like, this toy, like, is the right size yeah. to hang out with Masterpiece toys if you want, but, like, that's kind of happenstance. Um, if yeah. you don't care about the Masterpiece side, the toy itself does not suffer um, for your lack of needing a Masterpiece insert <laughs> character. Yeah. Um, speaking of labels, uh, one of my other what I got, I got, uh, I got Spartan. Oh, um, nice. Uh, Mastermind Impactor. Yeah. And uh, I saw people in his thread going like, where do I put the Autobot symbol? Uh, <laughs> and someone had like, figured out there's a spot actually right under his neck where yeah. it fits in. I didn't, I didn't bother. But no. uh, I'm in love with that toy. It's um, really cool. I, I think actually I like that toy more than Sphinx, but only because like I think I think Spartan is just like a quintessential like Mastermind piece. Like it's a reformatted figure. He's the nice size friggin' solid. Yeah. And the transformation is, like, a little complicated, but then all of a sudden you just have this giant plate that swings around the side and it's done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love that transformation. Yeah, it, it's neat, and it compacts really crazily. Yeah. Like, the whole lower half is basically just his legs kind of sprayed out and collapsed in on you each know, a lot, other. A lot of locking points. Yeah. Um, my, my main thing about him uh, is... A lot of people have been talking about this. I'm actually glad it wasn't just me, because it's like, maybe I'm going crazy. But, you know, the front <laughs> shovel parts, everyone... Has been saying, oh, they come off real easy, but then all of a sudden they stay on super tight. <laughs> Same thing happened to me. They kept yeah. coming off, and I was like, when I bend his elbow, it levers off a piece down there. I guess I'll have to glue it on eventually, but I just shoved it in, and I guess I formed a vacuum or something because like <laughs> it doesn't come off now. That's awesome. Um, but those shovel pieces, because those are on Commodus as well. Uh, yep. And I'm looking at them, and I'm like, man, I wish Spartan had like a non-shovel part there just to like be a fully like armored like. Um, not pointy looking front of a tank. Oh, I got gotcha. to have Commodus be the one with the more ragged, like you know, the, the cow catcher shovel. <laughs> yeah, in the front. I'm gonna run you over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that and the fact that I feel like there might have been a way for the turret to turn more with the pistons connected if some more space was cut out. Maybe those are literally my only problems with that toy. Like, mm-hmm. like that's and that's digging. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's really looking for nits. Yeah, like. Yeah. Uh, I, I, my one other problem with Spartan was I felt like I wish his feet could fold forward more. Then I found out those this things on the front can actually fold up. Yes. Looking at other people's photos, and I was like, wait, does mine do that? Same thing with the the guns and his toes. Actually, I didn't know about those either. <laughs> and I discovered those things, and I was like, well, I guess he's even gooder. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it, it's it's a fun toy. Um, it's I one of the things I really like is just how they did the the wrists. They managed mm-hmm. to maintain some. Like posability and ball joint on the wrist, and still make it just an easy peg yeah. to slot in and slot out. Oh, it's a, it's a super cool setup. Yeah, it's yep. so much nicer than popping ball joints in the net. Oh yeah, I was uh, I, when I first was messing with it, I was like, whoa, okay, so I don't have to pop the ball joint. I can. This is just a peg, yeah. which gives you the swivel that you need. And then it's going into a ball joint that gives you a whole bunch of movement. And that extra little piece, like a little two-peg piece, yeah. so you can lock his arms together in vehicle mode if you want. Yeah. I like that it's there because like I didn't know what it was for. Yeah. And if you don't have it installed, his arms still lock in fine. Because yes. they lock into the treads. 
All that thing does is keep them locked together so they don't fly around during the transformation. Yeah. Other than that, it's almost unnecessary. But um, it, it's one of those things you toss in and like... Oh, let me let me dig a little really deep. Yeah. That little peg is yellow. Mm -hmm. If it was purple, blend in more if you just leave it installed. Because I just leave it installed now. Okay, fair enough. So he's this yellow thing sticking out of his arm. He's, uh, if it was, if he's it was an purple. industrial robot. Sometimes there's uh, yeah. asymmetry... I got, yeah. I got, I got a giant like ten foot diameter shovel trying to pick out yeah. a few little crits here, just to be fair. Yeah, no, um, it, it, it's a really cool toy, and it, as soon as you, as soon as you get how the hip skirts work, I think you're you're pretty much set on it. Yeah, because if you don't get how those work, then the transformation can sometimes be a little bit of a pain instructions in the were great for that part. I thought okay, cool. they make it really clear that that upper thigh piece has to be like this. Yeah. Because um, I, I was going to say that right down to the instructions being really good, other than I think the instructions leave the toe guns out, which I found kind of surprising. Um, I would borderline say it might be the strongest standalone bang for your buck, um, like reformatted toy Mastermind's done. Because um, it's it's a it's a one shot toy. It's not part of a combiner team. Yeah. Way easier to mess with than the fembots they did. The Azalea body. Bots. Yeah, a lot of people um, did find that a little bit frustrating. And again, transformation. That, that listener question, speaking of how I'm a monster, yeah. after 45 minutes I can transform, like 45 minutes in a hotel room at yeah. TFCon Chicago was all I needed. <laughs> I've, I've downloaded Azalea. Yeah. I get Azalea. I never really had any problem with her. But I feel terrible for people who have like the I spent 90 minutes trying to transform the toy because oh. I'm like, because I know that that's happened with, you know, more for Cybertron Bumblebee for some yeah. people. Like, sometimes it just doesn't connect. Yep. And for whatever reason, I download most of these things, and I'm, like, synchronized, <laughs> and then I'm just, like, a friggin' cyborg monster. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think that, like, if you were going to get one masterpiece, or mastermind creations piece, right now it would probably be Commodus. Um, people, all the things that are about to come out. People love the, the dark colors on that guy. Yeah, because I think, I think that Spartan... I mean, Spartan's great. I'm not yeah. trying to denigrate Spartan, but I think Commodus... Just by virtue of, of his color scheme, his head design, and his hand cannon thing, yeah. he's like an extra plus 0.5 to the average Joe Public yeah. as far as like working. Yeah. And I think he's just like, it's a good sinister looking robot that has a good transformation into a good tank mode. It's like 85 USD, which for Americans isn't as bad as it is for Canadians. No. Nope. <laughs> um, and, and it gives you like, this is what Mastermind Creations is all about. It's solidly built. It's like... It's a really good piece. Yeah, and especially if you're kind of pairing it with, like, a regular kind of classic setup. Like, it's a mm. big toy based on, like, Spartan. Yeah. Like, it's going to tower over a lot of your, your kind of deluxe Autobots. I think that that eHobby Deadlock coming out is going to do gangbusters for Commodus. Oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah, go yeah. together, right? Yeah. And Commodus is the right height to kind of tower over that drift toy. I do have that on order just because I got rid of my... Uh, the only drift one I had was the shattered glass one, and I purged a lot of that stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna. I like that. I like that toy. Yeah. Uh, so the deadlock coming out, I'm like, yeah, I might as well get that. And he's like the nicest painted one. Yeah. And then I figure I'll get the um, the drift that's from. Oh, new rid drift. Yeah, exactly. And that'll be like you know the updated version of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I've got a, a through line, like a storyline there for me. But uh, yeah, like I don't, I don't like I don't know why I'm just so connect like feeling it with Spartan. Yeah, I think it's also because I went Sphinx then Spartan over the course of like two days. Yeah, and like Sphinx is good, 
but Spartan is like feels like a veteran release, whereas Sphinx has a few bits that that taste of this is the first inocular Max's lineup. Yeah, it it, it is it is a definite like it's it doesn't feel like it's the same line as yeah, the format for, Spartan, for obvious reasons. Spartan is like exuding confidence right down to the yeah. build quality of like, yo, we know how to make these. Yeah, and here's the thing though, it's it's a real toss up in my mind cuz like you said Spartan does have like that that kind of pedigree and that that feeling behind it. Yeah. On the flip side for the same price, like you pick up Sphinx and it's got the weight and it's got the rubber tires and like so like for the same price and collectors love chrome it's got chrome chris uh but I actually said collectors love chrome <laughs> yeah but you know what i mean in like the it, same room looking me in the eye <laughs> a smile on his face all <laughs> eye contact the whole time but you know what i mean like it, i think it can yeah. go either way and it, it really comes down to your personal sensibilities and oh, yeah. like, like, what, like, what you kind of value if you it. want if you want a, a more like intricate not complicated but as intricate transformation mm-hmm. in a more sublime robot mode like sphinx is got it yeah and you know like the the value points of like if you want silicone rubber tires you want chrome you want diecast <laughs> come on down it's just like spartan is just like yo i work yeah and he and he says it in all caps he's like he's he, you take him out of the box the box feels just like it has it written on the front it's like <laughs> it's like the reformatted box where it's just like you can see him through the window and it looks like he's barely fitting inside yeah you pull him out it's just like yo i'm spartan here's a little bag with my spare hands <laughs> i got stuff to do yeah and uh, and looking at him like like I said like no no smack talk on Spartan but it just makes me go like man Commodus would be like a toy I put on a list of like even if you don't care about this whole scene if yeah. you like robots what turn into war machines go get Commodus because he'll scratch every edge with Spartan there's going to be questions oh why does he have a harpoon and why is he yellow and purple yellow and purple yeah <laughs> Commodus is like yo <laughs> plus I mean like if you're if going down that same kind of train of thought like just the fact that it's more metal sluggy yeah. at the end of the day yeah. is a huge draw I think for some people and with Commodus you can just say like yo it's metal slug but turns into a robot yeah an evil robot <laughs> an evil what's up with that ass kicking robot <laughs> yeah no, I, I definitely agree on on Spartan. He's a, he's a great toy, and and stuff like that. Also, I mean, because of our Canadian dollar, I've been really eyeballing a lot of things with even more of a bang for your buck. Thing yeah. In my head. Oh, very much so. So I picked up Dinoichi and Dino Knee. Mm-hmm. I like them. Yes. But I'm looking at them on Big Bad. I'm looking at Axel and Rover, who just came out from Make Toys. Yeah. Axel and Rover are each $5 less than members of Saurus Ryuo. Mm-hmm. And to me, I feel like they have 300% bang for your buck by virtue of those two have fascinating transformations yes. and clean robot modes. I, I'm going to call Axel's robot mode clean. Whatever. Come at me. I, I uh, love Axel. Uh, I, I didn't know Order Rover. I'm I'm one of those weirdos that doesn't necessarily need to finish a yeah. combiner. But well, Rover, I thought was going to be boring. Yeah. And I watched how he transformed, and I watched how the, how he forms his his like yeah. four sided forearm, and I was like, "Wow, Make Toys Man still knows how to hit me right in the right spot." I'm I'm super <laughs> excited that they're releasing uh, a couple of the or the um, they're going to do Quantron in separate the, boxes. Yes, so yeah. I'll pick up the I'll pick up at least two or three more of the limbs. Yeah, uh, I don't really care about the the torso robot but i'm definitely picking up their afterburner that news sucked that the initial price was a mistake yeah they got listed for 35 bucks per limb yeah and i was like excuse me <laughs> i got an order in on it and like uh whatchamacallit action row i'm not did big bad say that? Big Bad did it as well they're everyone, everyone, everyone put them no they're they put up 
As far as I know, they sent an email out saying that was a legit mistake and we have to change it to 55. Okay, Action Robo said they they honored everyone. Yeah, uh, yeah Action Robo honored anyone who put in the pre-order at that price. Wow. Yeah. Okay, anyone who got that's 35 bucks for the Tron cycle. Yeah, I ordered it super quick. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I don't care about the, the, the Torso Man, but uh, the Afterburner is really cool. Anyway, Make Toys Man... Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Cause like I, I looked at Rover and I was like, is this just gonna be one of the Stunicons? And then I watched how they, they actually put up a Make Toys started a YouTube channel to put up a transformation instructional for Rover. Oh, cool! Uh, and I watched how he transformed, and I was like, that's way more sublime than the Stunicons. He he he's more in line size wise with Axel than yeah. He he's, yeah. He, okay. he and Axel I think are the same height. Yeah, cool. Um, but he just like cause the Stunicons. Are, I, I I don't care. I love those stomach cons. Yeah, and I, I, too. I particularly I love the way the limbs transform. Um, I like how three of them transform. I <laughs> I haven't cracked the windshield on the drag strip one. Drag strip's one of the ones I like. It's dead end that I'm not a fan. Oh, of. I'm a weirdo. I love dead end. Yeah, that's fair. I just, I, except for his heels. Yeah, well, his heels cool. like are weird. <laughs> the but, coat hanger hooks. Yeah, yeah, and they, but, and they fold in on themselves. But. Um, Rover has just got like just a lot more sense and, and like he's still really complicated for his size. Sure. But everything is a is a microprocess that feels like it's kind of satisfying. So I'm looking at him and I'm like, man, like I have Dino Knee, who's like, you know, an analog to most of the rest of Sora's Rio. Yeah. And I'm like, he's five bucks more than the ones that look way more interesting to transform. Dino Knee is fun to transform. Yep. But he's super simple. And and I'm yes. weighing I'm weighing the bang for my buck, and so I'm even looking at like stuff like these guys, where it's like uh, like Commodus and Spartan, I think they like, really hit it because of how complicated everything before the legs are. Mm-hmm. You have this complicated little thing with his arms, yeah. but then you just slam his legs shut and you're done. Yeah. Um, and same thing with, with Sphinx. And I'm like, and just it, just size wise, they got a lot of plastic in them. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I'm like, I'm like weighing all these things, and I'm like, because for us Canadians now, everything that used to be in the like seventy to ninety dollar range is now a triple digit buy. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it, I, like it just it doesn't feel as good <laughs> anymore, uh, and it it is what it is. Yeah, and and a lot of the I've I've talked to some people, um, not like people from companies making this stuff, but people <laughs> who you know work a lot of around like this field or, or this this little niche. People yeah. who try to you know communicate. People who try to who try to sell stuff. And a lot of this stuff is still, like, there's a lot of Canadian connections in this stuff. Yeah. And there are voices trying to say, like, yo, we got to figure out something because, yeah, like, everyone who is an American is getting super priced out of this now because there's a psychological thing when something costs under 100 versus over 100. Not only that, there's something psychological when you know how much it costs in U.S. dollars and you're like... Oh, it's 85 US, and then it's like, oh no, that's 115, 120 Canadian. It's like, yeah. I know those are equivalent in terms of value. There's, there's or whatever, a global market where it yeah, makes yeah. sense, but like, my buddy over there works this many dollars an hour. Yeah. I work this many dollars an hour, but yeah. his now are worth so much more. Yeah, it, it's tough, and it, it's all cycles. I remember when yeah. our dollar was like either on par or just. We're talking too much about money. Though. <laughs> yeah, the cops. Um, but yeah, you know, I thought Trudeau was a cool guy. Because yeah. <laughs> we got black bags. Like it, it, at some point, our daughter will go up again, and then it'll kind of be on either on par or it'll yeah. be, and, and like then it'll it'll feel better. But well, it's, it's like with um, some of the uh, like Orden. It's my example because mm. I, I reviewed three parts of Orden. Yeah, and our dollar sucked. 
Yeah. And to get the last two parts of Orton, one of which is the torso, our current dollar would run me like nearly 300 bucks. Yeah. And I don't even really like most of Orton. Yeah. I'd like to I'd like to finish you love him. You troll. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to finish him, but the way I look at him now is like I just should sell the three I have. Yeah. And then eventually down the line, our dollar will get better, and sets of five for Orton will probably be easier to come by than yeah. single dudes. Yeah, you're playing the long game on it because yeah. it's like you'll be able to either pick up a regret sale or there'll be a, a package or just a used set and yeah. like. Hopefully our dollar will be back up at that point. It's, it's like, like I don't okay. want to make myself finish a set when there are other toys like that I think are way more engaging. Yeah. Uh, like even with Saurus Ryuo, like I, I like the two I have. Yeah. But right now I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna wait till the rest come out. So at least if I do this, I'm just gonna do this in one shot. And in the meantime, I'd rather take that you know month to month toy yep. spending because I have to pick and choose now. I'd rather pick and choose like Rover and Axel over Dino San and, yep. and Dino Shi. Um, because it's like as standalone toys, those two feel way more engaging to my personal taste. Because I also really like the make toys guys work. Yeah, um, it's it's definitely more just about picking stuff that feels like it'll be worth it, not only initially but in the long run. Yeah, and then putting the other stuff on the back burner until the dollar heals up. Like this <laughs> month, if it comes out this month, my big thing for this month is that that uh, tailgate's going to finally come out. The Make Toys Tailgate. Yes. So I'm like, all right, locked in on that one. Like, that's going to be fun. I was I was messing around with Trash Talk and Cogwheel yeah. recently, and I was like, these are still awesome. Yeah. So, I got I got my Cyclonus coming in, uh, and I've got my uh, surfboard from uh, Renderform. I got to get one of those surfboards. Uh, yeah, Tom, Tom uh, Firebird uh, GT picked one up for me, and I was yeah. like, Super happy about that. When that's when TF Contrat was going on, I basically went like, I need to not talk to anybody. If I talk to anybody, I'm gonna just start going, Can you give me this? Can you give me this? Yeah. And then I'm gonna run up a bill and it's gonna be stupid because I'm not even there. So. Yeah, he <laughs> he picked me up the uh the Cynicus, like the glow in the dark one. Yeah. And then I was like, well, maybe one of them surfboards would be kinda cool. <laughs> Fancy surfboards. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like at the height of the Back to the Future. And I'm like, oh, I can say it's Back to the Future surfboard. But yeah, it, it's it's neat. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely locked in on, on uh, Tailgate as well. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, there's someone, uh, was it Mr. LJ already has a package sample since like two weeks ago. Oh, the, the, yeah, they'll be in soon then. Yeah. I'm just it's weird how like you start to know these names. You can link to... The release dates, like <laughs> Mr. Elijah and Uranus DD. Yep. When those two them. start photographing package shots of things, and it's yeah. like, okay, well now. We... <laughs> <laughs> that means I got to start watching Action Robo for when it actually gets released, and then just put my order in. Yeah. Or me, I just like start looking on uh, on like first Big Bad as long as I got store credit lined up there. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> when our dollar fell, you know what I did? Oh. Lumberjacked my pre-orders. <laughs> yeah. Like nothing. Yeah. It was just like. Goodbye. Swang yeah. the axe. I was like, I don't even want to think about this. The only thing I'm thinking of is uh, Hot Toys Vader. Yeah. Oh man, I I felt sad axing my Hot Toys Ultron Prime because I legit yeah. I, I legit like movie Ultron. Yeah, I was like, he's I want a good toy of him. Great character. I was like, I don't think by January this situation's going to be any better. <laughs> yeah. And he's like 300 something. Man, the Hot, the Hot Toys Star Wars stuff is coming out so fast. Like I, I'm glad that I'm again not a completionist. It's like yeah. I've got my two stormtroopers, I got my Vader, and Leia, and then that'll be it for it's me. It's dangerous because hot like 
Force Awakens is linking up with Hot Toys the way the Marvel Cinematic Universe did. Yep. Like when their movie hype happens, fifty pre-orders open up. Like they went like, we got Hot Toys Phasma coming in, and I was like, but yeah, but the thing like with the Marvel stuff is it always seemed like it took years to kind of cycle through on that. With yeah. the Star Wars stuff, they're double. I I feel like they're trying to get everything before they like lose a time frame on a license or something. I think it's also because with Marvel they've got. They have, like, they can release 15 figures a year. Yeah. Whereas with Star Wars, it's all kind of, there's a there's a real set, at least before Force Awakens, like the yeah. classic stuff, there's a set, like, front and back on this. Yeah. Ugh. But yeah, I just gotta, gotta keep in mind that Vader, because 300 or whatever it is, USD, turns into 450, I think, Canadian. Uh, last I checked, it was 35 cents to the dollar, like plus 35, so <laughs> buck 35 per dollar. Yeah. So it's like add a third? Yeah. Something, I, something terrible. Yeah. I'm not going to do the math. <laughs> Once you clear the $300 mark, it means add 100 and then add some more. Yeah. I'm pretty, but add 100. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure 300 works out to about 450 Canadian. And then, like, that, that's including our 13% tax on top of it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, enough, uh, <laughs> enough about our Yo, let's just dollar. talk about Canada for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Did you uh, did you get anything else this week you want to talk about? I got I got I saw your photo. I, did. I got man. this. So these he's talking he's talking about BTAS, uh Bruce Tim Harley Quinn. Yeah. Like I re- remember when we were all like, oh man, this delay so they can improve all the joints feels like forever, and then suddenly eighteen figures came out. Yeah, no kidding. Like I, I'm I'm lost now. Like I bought Batgirl a couple weeks ago. I haven't opened her yet. Yeah. Uh, she's actually pretty fantastic. I bought her because it sounded like she was probably the strongest. Yeah. Of the bo- oh, I mean, when I went to the, so I went out to our comic shops. Yeah. Uh, season one Batman nowhere to be found. Yeah. I saw like three Riddlers and a Penguin, and then a wall of Tiny Robins and like four <laughs> Batgirls. I need to get the Tiny Tiny Robin is the only thing I'm missing other than the Batmobile right now. Uh, I saw, so I saw the Batmobile at 401, yeah. and they wanted 135. Mm. I saw four of them at Silver Snail this week, and they wanted 120. Yep. And I was like, well, I know that's how this works. And I yep. know that I'm I'm going to be super mad if I don't pick up the Batmobile and it disappears. But I can't right now. There's no. too much. And it, especially because it's like 120. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's a very fancy box. Cheers Ian was saying that as well. Like Cheers Ian actually picked it up. Yeah. And he was he was saying that it's like it's a great like if you if you were super engaged with Batman the Animated Series and like I am, mm-hmm. uh that that's pretty much the only way to justify it at its cost. Like it's got really nice lights and it's a gorgeous representation of that car. Yeah. But at the end of the day it's a hollow box with heavy rubber wheels. And well, here's what it does <laughs> that I think justifies its cost. Yeah. Is it has three different sets of lights. Yep. And it has a really smart seat belt system and it was designed for those latex capes to fit in there. Yep. Um, it's it's got more to it than that Mattel '60s Batmobile that cost. Oh, like, sure, yeah. That cost nearly the same amount yeah. for what it was. I, uh, for me, space keeps me looking at it, going. Thing, I don't, I don't know where to put it. Right I, now. I don't have a place. You got and, a windowsill right there. Yeah, that's there. not going to go in a windowsill. <laughs> no, turn all the lights on and scare someone across the way. No, I'm not doing that. I'm like, what's that in the window? <laughs> don't you look in here? It's a sniper rifle. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. The the space the space uh, keeps me going. I don't need that. I'm what I'm gonna do is basically once it starts disappearing online, yeah. I think I'm probably gonna panic and I, get one at that point. I I I I'm holding fast that I'm not going to get it. 
I'm okay with the figures. I'm not going to get the the lady with the rocket ship either. She just showed up on Big Bad. I saw that. Yeah, um, and I was like, because yeah. the thing about that toy line is I can ignore it till I see it at Silver Chanel. Mm-hmm. When I see it at Silver or Chanel. Right, right here. here. <laughs> yeah, how did I want to see how this toy turned out. Uh, it's good, except it's following the animated Batman uh, Batman animated series Batman in the sense that it doesn't have any kind of swivel in the legs and that kind of is killing it for me. That's well that's that's been that and the lack of waist joints mm-hmm. has been my problem with the entire line. Uh basically like yeah. for everything they're doing, mm-hmm. I think it's ridiculous that there's no thigh swivel. Yeah. I and like with Batman it was like why is there not a boot swivel, especially when Batgirl has a boot swivel. And, and she, other Batman has a boot swivel. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, disregarding, like, the original Batman, um, the same line. Like, Batgirl and Batman are right there, and she's got tiny little ankles, but they managed to work a boot swivel into there, but they didn't work it into Batman. And that kind of killed me a little bit. What gets me is they have a bicep swivel yeah. combined in the elbow hinge. Yep. And I'm like, just do that on the knee. Yep. Or... Put a cut there. You've already got fifteen cuts in here for the yeah. universal hip joint. Yeah. Um, because the lack of thigh swivel is what what kills GI Joes for me. Yeah. The more I mess with them, uh, like Acid Rain really showed me that when I got my Acid Rain guys. Um, <laughs> it's just it's that one joint. Yeah. And same thing on 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 the Bruce Tim figures. I can live without the waist joint, but like the thigh swivel just to, to add that one last layer of organic feeling. Yes, the legs would do so much because otherwise they're great. Like she feels awesome. Oh, the, so the material upgrade has been fantastic. Like, yeah, it's night and day difference. Like I, I remember the that almost Russian roulette of pulling one of the original figures out of the package and going, "I wonder what will break." Yep. Um, the the material upgrade has been fantastic. I think even the paint apps have been better for the most part. Oh yeah, I I I've been inspecting them kind of like neurotically whenever yeah. I buy them at Silver Snail and it's like the most minor things yeah it, it, whereas the original ones were a little bit rougher but yeah. at the cost of I think we lost a little bit of articulation when they moved to the new materials and like there's a there's an ankle tilt on it but there's no no swivel in the legs at all it's, it's G.I. Joe because G.I. Joe did the same thing in its final what I would call its final years up until whenever it shows up again. Yeah. Is that, like, I have Ultimate Cobra Commander. He's great, except no thigh swivels. But he has an ankle rocker. Yeah. Except his feet are always pointed forward. Yeah, so... Uh... Which causes this weird, like, optical illusion of him being, like, knock-kneed. Yeah. I, th- I think that, to me, here's how these work. Mm-hmm. And it's because of that commercial they did with Kevin Smith. Okay. Is, I think of these as they're just, like, fancier versions of the old 90s toys. Sure. Especially with the materials upgrade. Where, no, they don't stand super well. And they don't pose perfectly, but they've got more joints, and they look perfect as figures you wave around and be like, yo, Nightbird, I hit you with my fish. Yeah. Um, I still really like them, but yeah, it's it's a shame that they're like, they're like two steps away from borderline perfection. Yeah, and some of the some of the figures make it. Like, yeah. to me, that Batgirl is really close to being a like, perfect toy. Like, I gotta open that up tonight. Yeah, because she, she's pretty fantastic. Um, and the fact that they can do that because the the Robin like the tiny Robin like the more dainty I guess that's the word I'm looking for the thinner figures uh, more so the females but like it still happens with the Riddler uh, that have the real thin ankle like those are the ones I'm more worried about in terms of 
leg pose ability just because it's I really, harder. I really want to see physical copies of that Nightwing. Yeah. The prototypes look ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like, the, and the stands they include are just not The good. stands are terrible. Yeah. I don't know. It's a waste of time, waste of money, yeah, waste of budget. Put that budget into something else. Yeah. I don't know what they're trying to do with this. It's like they saw a fig art stand, yeah. but then didn't understand how it worked. Like, at some point, I'm grabbing a pair of uh, snips and just taking off all the excess in the back just because it'll fit better on the shelf that I have. It's yeah, so weird. Yeah, that, that double crossbar that, like, sticks an When am an I going and to and stick it out? Like, when am yeah. I extending that bar as far as it'll go? The, the point is for them to stand on the plate. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, yeah. Uh, Harley Quinn is a really cool Harley Quinn, and um, it just, it's got a couple little things just like the, the Batman did. So, it's a shame in that sense, but, I mean, it's... Bruce Tim Batman animated series toys, so I'm picking yeah. I'm picking the majority of them up, uh, which is rare for me. Like I'm never all in on a line. I'm still not all in on this. Uh, but basically, barring any vehicle stuff, I'm probably going to get most of them. If if I if they don't sell out before I can get them, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to go line complete. But I'm not going to buy them as they come out. I'm I'm trying to buy them just one at a time. So yeah. I can enjoy them. Yeah. And you know, if I miss one, then I'll have to aftermarket it and whatever. Yeah, it um, will be easy to pick up. I don't the Batmobile is going to be the most... I, I'm going to say right now, I don't think anything's going to be more expensive than the Batmobile. That's I think they're going to make that their centerpiece for at least a couple years. Even like, even if they make a Batwing, because the Batwing from Animated Series is kind of cool too, I feel like that mm-hmm. would somehow be smaller than the... It wouldn't. I don't think it would have as many lights. Yeah, or or as much plastic. It's because the the Batmobile has like three sets of electronics yeah. built into it. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. That that Batmobile is like on. I don't know. It's like on my personal Christmas list. It's yeah. like <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how things look in Christmas time. Yeah. <laughs> if the if the mood strikes. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh. Oh, and I got uh, I got uh, my Metroid. You finally got your world of Nintendo yeah. Metroid, the, the stupid thing that sells out everywhere. Yeah, uh, Chris, uh, GM fan Chris, and uh, when uh, Jeremy uh, Gogda were up here, uh, was up here, um, they were out shopping and they like ran into like a treasure trove of them and picked up a, a whole bunch for for a bunch of us. And what did they have to like shoot the people working in Toys R Us to be able no, to buy them? They or? seem to have no problem. Just me, me and just Hoopla. Angling, just Eglinton. Yeah, me and Hoopla had some problems, but yeah, Young and Eglinton <laughs> Toys R Us confirmed small time. Yeah, but but it's cool. It, it I'm it boggles my mind that it's only twenty dollars and. <laughs> like it's it's a giant cool Metroid. Yeah, it's as posable as a Metroid can be. Yeah. And my wife put it on her head a couple of times and that was goofy and uh you know, yeah. it was fun. But yeah, I, I really like the Metroid. Yeah, me too. Mine's mine's just been chilling on a box. Yeah, what like a, on a box. <laughs> he sits on top. He's yeah. the king of the box. Hey, what else what else, right? It yeah. it's, it doesn't do much other than that, yeah. but it, it what it does is perfect. It appeared in a vine I made. Yeah, there you go. Grab me on the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean that's that's my off-topic stuff. Yeah, I haven't got anything new off-topic. Um, I think I talked about the NECA Ultimate Terminator that they put out because I think I picked that up a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have nothing off-topic. Mm-hmm. Not much else on-topic really. I'm trying to think what else. What I I can't remember what shipped with those three. <laughs> Something. No, it was two Q Transformers. That's what shipped with them. Oh, the little just, guys. Yeah, yeah. Four Q Transformers. I still have to find the... Has the not-movie Nemesis Prime come out yet? No. Good. 
Because that's he's the one had, I this need month to get. or next month. Yeah, you mean the one that turns into like the '80s trailer boxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's out. He's out, he's out this month or next month. Cool. I'll pick that one up, and that'll be my QT Transformer for now. <laughs> I hear they're addictive. Oh. They're like tattoos. You get one, you need another. Yeah, like, like if you actually, I could talk about it. I got the Starscream one. Yeah, and uh, he's probably the weakest one. Like he's the most solid, clicky, transforming one. Mm-hmm. But the result is there's no ball joints, and they're not superposable. But having ball joints everywhere means they have a bit of like a an outward splay you can put them in. Okay. Like a little bit of a natural, just like stumpy, like, ah, you know, and you can move their arm around like this. <laughs> Starscream, he just, he does this. Like his arms go forward and backward. Okay. Like soldier stock still. His legs don't move at all. They're on mushroom pegs so they can swivel in like sideways. Sure. But it doesn't work quite the same as having two ball socket joints so you can have the legs actually come out a little bit. Fair enough. Um, so I'm, I'm consider I'm... I mean, what am I saying? I was going to say I'm considering whether or not I'll get Thundercracker and Skywarp. I'm going to get them anyway because they're cheap. Yeah. But I'm not in as much of a rush. Yeah. My, my goal with QT is to buy all the Decepticons. That's, okay. that's my current goal. A lot of the Autobots I actually don't really want. They look pretty boring. Yeah. Um, it's just every now and then I get one like Wheeljack or I, I, I got the Trax one because he was in stock. Sure. You know, like I, when you get a QT that goes with a masterpiece you just got, it's kind of fun. <laughs> uh, that's what happened with uh, with Wheeljack. It just it's synchronicity. Yeah, so I'm gonna get that tracks masterpiece tracks and have little QT tracks in front of them. Cool, it's sweet. But uh, yeah, they're dangerous. Yeah, Be I, careful. Hey, I I'm very good at not buying lots of. I got mad at them. Yeah. I got my first two. <laughs> they were good. Yeah, I was like, I didn't want this to happen. I didn't. I didn't ask for this. I wanted this to be bad, <laughs> so I have my one. Damn you. But yeah, I'll, I'll get the Nemesis and uh, maybe I, I heard the lockdown is kind of a cool yeah, one. Yeah, cartoon lockdown's great. Yeah. Uh, and I got cartoon uh, Optimus and I got cartoon Mowgli on the way. Cool. And uh, I like the cartoon trio. They're, they look good. They all have little quotes on their packaging of their catchphrases. Uh, the quotes in English? No. <laughs> doesn't help me at all. It's all in Japanese. <laughs> oh, um, man. But yeah, uh, I guess that brings us to the end of this recording. Cool. Um, so thanks for joining me. Thanks for letting me uh, crash your CEO office and the yeah. big high-back chair you got there. It is very high chair. It's comfortable. It's got torches on the top. Yes. Well, you know, somehow got to light this place. Yeah. yeah. You can't pay for electricity. Why would you do that? <laughs> fool's errand. Yeah, but uh, I appreciate uh, appreciate asking. It was a fun time. New yeah, well, every time I've been in this office, I've been like, if he sits there and I sit here and I have a mic there and a mic here, it kind of just makes sense. Yeah, just slightly less alcohol involved. In yeah, and, and every time we meet up, we end up talking about like how terrible the third-party subform is for like... <laughs> an hour and a half anyway so yeah. um, <laughs> managed to avoid that this time yeah only a little bit like yeah. just now uh, but yeah we should do this again sometime yeah absolutely uh, man next time next time a bunch of weird stuff comes out should, yeah uh, bunch of weird crazy crap director commentary them like we did Sphinx over there yeah <laughs> technically neither of us were directors in that process <laughs> but doesn't matter no um, and uh, next episode uh, Aaron will be back to talk about his extra life festivities. Yeah, they did. Uh, they did some cool stuff. Yeah, they, yeah, they raised some money. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like they had hell of internet problems. Oh man! At some point, I hopped on with uh, a bunch of them to do some a Destiny raid, mm-hmm. and they were getting poor connections. So Ken ended up. Uh, Ken and Stan ended up doing their part through Ken's internet connection on his phone. 
Oh, because, okay, <laughs> a whole bunch of those dudes were able to hang on to grandfathered unlimited data plans. Yeah. And I'm so jealous yes. of them. <laughs> I just, it was amazing because we did hard mode uh, orcs over Ken's wireless connection. <laughs> so Aaron was all like, we need to get some Canadian down here to, to manage the live stream of this. Yeah. And I'm like, if, if, if I could just teleport there, I would yeah. love to do that because that would be so fun. Yeah. But I was thinking about it, especially with something like a Destiny raid where there's like a scheduled start, right? Yeah. It's like if we get like a capture card set up, so we're streaming through OBS, a copy of like whoever the raid leader's screen is, mm-hmm. uh, mic, get a mic over there, just like a boom mic or something, so we can hear the raid guys talking, get their volume to like 50%, then get me and like someone who knows Destiny who's not playing sitting there to talk while they're doing the raid so I can ask questions, <laughs> we can have proper commentary over the raid. That'd actually be pretty cool. So it would be all archived on YouTube, and it'd yeah. be like, I think it would be really cool. <laughs> to see how badly I'm playing. Oh, <laughs> see all you experts with your fancy internet phones. It costs a, like four hundred bucks. It's a great phone. Uh, the PlayStation Four is best phone of 2015. Fancy Skype. Yep. <laughs> um, anyway, that's going to be happening next episode. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and Seth will be back uh, in two weeks to tell us all about Viva Las Vegas. <laughs> Which I think is the name of the city now, but I'm not too sure. Hmm. Uh, anyway, yeah. Thanks for joining me, Ian. Uh, if people want to see what you do, uh, he is Ian underscore Reed with an E-I on Twitter. Yes. Uh, he's hardreturn.net. He's hardreturn on TFW. If you want to send him a PM, he's send him loads. A... <laughs> send him loads of PMs. No, don't do that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's, that's all I can think of. You got, oh. you got an Instagram, right? Uh, yeah, I got an Instagram. Lots of pictures just of hard, hard return. Yeah, it's just pictures of my dog and beer and sometimes my horrible cat. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> and uh, he also has an amazing YouTube channel with some of the <laughs> highest ranked Acid Rain comprehensive video pieces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's that. Uh, big, big, uh, big in Acid Rain YouTube. Yep. <laughs> Just ask me, just YouTube. Oh, thanks for having me, Chris. It's uh, been a pleasure. No problem. That's <laughs> uh, for the rest of you. Talk to you guys later. Get me, but you got some badass perpetrators, and they're here to stay.